Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is Raya and comedian Kai Samra. Hey James, how you doing? I'm absolutely fine, thanks mate. How are you? I'm doing good. Like I said, I'd had a bit of a nightmare journey here. Did one of those things where I forgot to eat and then just had... Not one, not two, but three Krispy Kreme donuts have on the just, way here. Have you just had three Krispy Kreme donuts <laughs> back to back? So I'm basically just, I'm pregnant with sugar and regret at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and hella E numbers, I swear to God. <laughs> I can't but wait. Apart from that, I'm all good. You can yeah. me some Coke as well. Like, obviously the drink uh, and the beverage. Yeah, Coca-Cola. <laughs> so that's not helping. Um, cool. Kai, who's going to be your first choice? Let's get sucked straight in. Um, mm. Yeah, when I heard about the concept, I was like, this is going to be... Easy. I mean, being a comedian, there's so many people I don't like in the media, and then um, and then it was tough. I thought we live in tough. Like, obviously, there's so many people like Nigel Farage, mm-hmm. Tommy Robinson. I'm going to go for the worst person. I'm going to go for Brooklyn Beckham. Brooklyn Beckham of <laughs> yeah. all of those. Brooklyn Beckham. Out of all those people, I'm going to go for Brooklyn Beckham. Uh, what's Brooklyn Beckham done? It's not even what he's done specifically. It's more what he represents. I think okay. it's this new thing of like celebrity kids. Ah. Basically, kids who have done nothing of their own, uh, basically famous, and have got this life of luxury through their own parents. So they're famous because of that. Ah. Um, okay. So with Brooklyn Beckham, I found out on the way here. Um, he became a photographer for Burberry at the age of 12. Okay. Right? And then tweeted, this just goes to show what you can achieve when you work hard and follow your dreams. And it's like, no, it no, is no, not. No, no, that no, is not. No. That is what you can achieve if you were lucky enough to come out of a Spice Girls womb. That is basically <laughs> what it is. And I think, yeah, that's what it is. It's just this like, these kids just being blind to their own privilege and then being famous as a result of it and then being like, to kids like working class kids like you can be anything you want and just blind to their own stuff and he's not really I don't know what is he famous for do you even know just to be what Brooklyn Beckham yeah he's just famous for being the Beckham's son exactly I don't know that's what I think and I'm like it's just that thing of I think it's more it's more this like huge like proliferation of just kids like like Taylor Swift Taylor Mm. Swift's the same Mm -hmm. just comes from quite a privileged background and they're kind of like oh they don't really tell people about that but they're like you can be anything you want to be and it's like you can if your dad is a multi multi millionaire. Yeah, then it yeah. is a little bit easier. I'll give you that. You know, if you work hard, you can become a recording artist. It helps <laughs> if your dad is a record producer. Exactly. You know your I mean? mum is like one of the most famous pop stars around. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. That's that is the thing. And there's like a lot of them nowadays. I don't know. It's just this weird thing of like people who become famous for nothing in particular. Mm. You know, like like Kim Kardashian's the same. You're like, why is she? Because what, what what's, what's the deal with her? Yeah. Her, her dad was her, a her dad was a so yeah um, I spoke about this on a previous podcast but her dad was the lawyer for OJ Simpson and so her dad was OJ Simpson's lawyer which was a very famous 
court case, obviously. I've, yeah, and, I've heard of it. But he's like, so so obviously because it was so uh, widely televised, right. for whatever reason, he he garnered some fame, yeah. sort of, some kind of fame, which obviously led him to be part of certain circles. Yeah. I know it's it's a weird. It's thing. very weird, but it's yeah. This is like there's just loads of examples of that nowadays. But they kind mm. of like you don't really know like what kind of background they've had, and they kind of give out this this thing of like, hey, I've really struggled. I've come from nowhere, and then you find out they're they're actually pretty privileged. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm quite working class, got a big chip on my shoulder. But right, okay. <laughs> I think yeah. it's definitely. I mean, something to do with that. No, no. I mean, I think it's completely justified. It's, I think it's more the one thing that annoys me more is the fact that you kind of you're not aware of how lucky you are mm. and you think you've gotten that position through work of your own and you're like, no, you haven't. Because at the end of the day, I think you are automatically like blind to your own privilege. Like, you don't know. If you've always been born with it, you don't know any different. Mm. And it's just this thing of them kind of telling kids like, you know, you can be anything you want to be. And it's like weird because I think it's a millennial thing. Yes, and, like my, my sure. mum, Yeah, my mum is like very... Pe- like, I'll give an example. Like uh, my little brother like dropped out of school just before he did the GCSEs, right? So he didn't have any any qualifications and mm. um, my mum was like when has that ever been a good thing and my brother just went yeah well Bill Gates drops out of school and he became a billionaire <laughs> and, my mom, and me and my mum were like yeah he dropped out of a law degree at Harvard <laughs> University like you failed your GCSEs like three times at Dudley College there's a huge <laughs> yeah. difference it's like it's uh, yeah I think it's a thing and I think that's, that's definitely a millennial thing where you kind of grow up and you're like mm. I can be whatever you want to be and then you like you reach 23 you're like that's pretty it's harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, I think, like, didn't um, David Beckham made him get a job in a West London coffee shop or something? And really? so, so uh, supposedly, anonymously, wow. he worked in this coffee shop for a little while to, like, learn the value of money. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he can. When he goes back, how, how did he get there? If it's like Aston Martin DB7 or something like <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah, you're really, I wonder how much that wage he blew yeah. in like an hour at Sugar Hut yeah. or something like that. But the like thing that. is, it, does that matter? Because that's obviously not the only money you've got to spend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that- exactly. I don't know. It's, that must be tough, I think. Like, I think if you if you do come from a, like, a rich background, then... I'm not having to go at them too. Like, if you were famous and rich, you obviously are going to give kids that. But then, like, mm. it's just that thing of them flaunting it, I think. Yeah. It's that's the annoying thing. Like, I don't mind people like rappers or like Mayweather of like really flaunting mm. their wealth. Because mm-hmm. I think, yeah, you kind of, you earned that. But it's when like kids like them don't. That's right, the one okay. thing that annoys me a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. All right, Brooklyn Beckham goes in. Straight in there. Straight in there. Who's going to be your second choice? Okay, so I was thinking, I want to. I need instead of doing anybody famous, I was going to do someone quite personal to me. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go with my first ever teacher at school. Okay. So there's a Charles Dickens thing, like in a lot of Charles Dickens books, he. Um, basically has characters that sat their names are similar to their personalities okay. um, and this teacher perfectly sums that up because genuinely his name was Mr. Butt no. uh, B-U-T-T and he obviously got bullied at school with that name and he was like right I cannot wait until the day I am teacher and I can bully a lot of kids <laughs> yeah. so my first day of school me and my mum were like new to the area and we didn't know anyone I didn't know anybody at the school right so I walk in it's your first day of school it's already like super scary um, first day of secondary school it's like a big step mm. I go in I'm a bit nervous like go through the door I'm like who am I going to sit next to this is all very weird and the teacher just like points at me and he goes Kai K 
get out, right? What? He didn't say Kai, he didn't know my name then, right? He goes, you, get out, right? So um, first day of school, and then I'm outside, and he brings me in, and he goes, uh, do you know why I brought you here? And I was like, no. I was obviously like like a child. And he was like, because I've never seen a little boy walk with his head so far stuck up his ass than you. No! I was seven years old. What? I was like, yeah, and not only that, but I was like, I just came to England and I didn't know that English that well. So I was like, I didn't understand what he was saying. And he just had this massive go at me. And then he was my PE teacher as well. So that made it even worse. And I like, I loved PE. I loved sports. Like, like any kind of young kid, I wanted to be like a pro footballer. Like, Mm. just used to play football all the time. And then um, somehow, like, I was in the the team and I was captain as well. I remember it was being a big thing. Um, And... My parent, like my dad, was there, and we'd like we're playing another school, and the other school, like the kid from the other school, came and like went past two defenders and scores, and um, I just shouted out, "I'm like super competitive, right?" And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, right?" Yeah, yeah. And he sent me off, and never let me let me play football again. After what? That. Yeah, I know. It's just. He's de- yeah, he's definitely in there. I only thought of that on the way here. It's one of those things that I've like erased from my memory, and I was like. Yeah, but he but ruined your potential career. Really. I know. I could have been. I could have been straight in that England team nowadays. Yeah, like, oh, you don't have to be that good. Like, <laughs> no. But I, uh, yeah, that, yeah, and I like little things like that. You know, when you kind of makes a big impact. I was only a little kid, and then I, I didn't play football. Like, I just like kind of stopped playing football. It just stopped after that. after that. Yeah, how bad's that? Do you play now? No. Oh, it's weird because like these comedians have a little five aside, um, five aside thing on the mm-hmm. weekends, and they're like pro comedians like they're like you know people that I'd really admire mm. and uh, I'm always like oh I don't want to do it it's case it has that much of a bad negative it just brings something out of me and I'm like I don't want to play that anymore really <laughs> how bad's that from that yeah what about you did you have any bad teachers oh yeah I had some bad teachers yeah for sure um, make when, a lasting when, impression when I, yeah when I was in primary school there was a teacher and um, her name was Mrs. Allen, right? Okay. And she lived really near the school. So right. so she lived opposite the school to the point where everyone was like, oh, she like never leaves the school. Right. She had, uh, I'd say she was kind of middle height. She was quite tall. <laughs> okay. So she was kind of middle height, but when you're in primary school, yeah, you're tiny, so she seemed massive. Right. Yeah. Uh, she had a very stern face, okay. little, cir- little circular glasses and very yeah. hey, tight... Really. Right. Tight grey perm. Okay. They used to call her Alien Allen, right? <laughs> right. Because she showed no emotion okay. whatsoever. Right. And for the littlest thing, you would get sent to the wall and you'd have to stand there <laughs> all playtime. Ah, right? That was the worst, the wall. Yeah. We had that at our school. Go stand well. at the wall. Yeah. It's it's mental. No, sorry, actually, no, I, I tell a lie. We didn't have that. Th- we had a thing where we used to. The older kids in the school used to line up the younger kids mm. and just kick a football at them. Did you ever explain that? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and not then, sanctioned by teachers, Yeah, though. that was not no. sanctioned by... That wasn't, that wasn't like school policy. No, it wasn't, yeah. That wasn't yeah. like a rite of passage yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was this weird thing and then you used to kick kick footballs at our head. It was... Oh, yeah, so don't it's, mention a wall. It's crazy. It's a nightmare. We had a thing at our school called... We said, right, we had, we had a thing called Deccan. D-E-C, right? It's called drinking, eating, chewing. And if a teacher oh. spotted you drinking, eating or chewing outside the canteen, you used to get straight after-school detention. What? I swear to God. I thought that was the thing that all schools did. That was just our school. It was, it was a like, secondary school? Yeah, and it was like, literally, if you did anything. It was like, initially it was meant to be chewing gum. 
And it was oh. like, okay, because, yeah, so that gets everywhere. Mm. And then it was just for everything. Like, you couldn't have a sip of water. If you had a sip of water, it was an after-school detention straight what? away. What? I know, it was crazy. What if you're thirsty? It was like it was weird. That's crazy. I know, it was crazy. I'm you had to run to school... the canteen. This is going to make you feel sick, but <laughs> in my school there was a vending machine that you could use at we, uh, sort of whenever you want. That was the dream. Max and Playtime and a vending machine. That was all I wanted. As a kid. <laughs> two separate schools, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Matt, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to put you. <laughs> my whole childhood's ruined so, after that one. So first ever teacher, Mr. Butt. Mr. Butt. Yeah, and he was just a. And then oh, I remember once, like, so from a very working class family. So my dad used to like box and stuff like that. And my brother. Wow. Used to box. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like we used to do that. Like my dad used to force me to do box. So basically, the first time I was ever on set, I never did acting or anything like that. Obviously, I do comedy now. So never did any acting before I did comedy. Mm. Um, did a bit of music, but the first time I was ever like, quote unquote, on stage was boxing. So people are always like, oh, you must be really terrified doing like comedy. But then when I was like six, seven, six, seven, eight, up until like we left to about ten, yeah. we used to used to get a ton of people at this race course in Warwick. And um, yeah, and they used to just like give us pads and just head pads, and we used to just beat each other up. What? So that was always like, I remember just being so nervous for that, obviously. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then I remember he went down to the school and was like, you better put a guy in the team. And then it was all. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were That's like the brutal, bad the boxing thing, though. <laughs> I know, That's yeah. crazy. I know. So I was thinking that was the first time I was ever on stage. And that's obviously, because people are obviously, the worst thing that can happen in comedy is you go on stage and you die as opposed to nobody laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in boxing, you're like, I could not die, but, but you, like, get you could really get badly beaten up yeah. in front of everyone. So it's not as bad as that. Surely there's like an Edinburgh show in that. I know. Like, reliving the first time you were ever on stage. <laughs> I know. I did actually go back to his box. I did start boxing again actually recently, but it's this place in East London. It was an MMA gym. Oh, man. And I went in there for like a week. And you know, you'd think, I do not belong here. <laughs> I was like, that is the last time I'm ever doing that. Yeah, fair yeah. I was like, I love Rocky. It can't be that different. I, I know that. Oh, man, that's happened to me a lot of times in my life. And you sign up to something and then you're like, shoot. Yeah, I would do that me. thing where you watch it on TV and you go, how hard can that be? Yeah. Like, I've watched it on TV. I could definitely do that. And then you're just like, what am I doing? This isn't for me. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Do you know what I'm re- the most upset about? Mm. Is that you, like, Mr. Buck um, cut your football career short I know you were captain of the team I know and I played like every weekend like a local team we just didn't play for the school it was crazy yeah and it was weird because like yeah I mean who would have known what I could have achieved well, I'm guessing not much but <laughs> Mr. Bart it's nice to dream you bastard I know I'd like to fight I'd like to, I wouldn't be, I'd have a, a beer with him but it'd be, well, I wonder what he's up to now yeah Do you ever think, would you, you bring it up uh, after every fight, I probably would. Yeah. You, have, you, have you been back to your school? Like, uh, no. Since you've been older? No. Yeah, neither have I. No. Because people say, like, so I moved away, my mum moved away, so I've got no reason to go back. But, like, um, I do sometimes wonder, like, to go back and to, like, speak to the teachers. Yeah. It'd be kind of, do you reckon that'd be depressing or good? I think, I think it'd be fine because I remember doing it. Right. I know, I remember being at school and seeing kids come back to school. Right. And, and actually, maybe I was perceiving it wrong, but right. like thinking, oh, the teachers act differently when you, okay. when you don't go here anymore. Right. They have, they why were they coming back? Because um, they've done lots of to, stuff. To, Yeah, you know, someone yeah, yeah. that's like, um, 
a professional whatever now. Do you yeah, know? I mean yeah. that kind of stuff. You what know? were they? Were, were any of them achieved? I, I, I can't remember what that, what any of it had achieved, and I, I think it was very rarely. I tell you what, actually, for the most part, right. it was kids that had gone on to do art and stuff at university would come back to see the art teachers. Okay. Because maybe the art teachers are, well, I think most commonly <laughs> probably the cooler ones. I yeah, don't know. I can imagine. That's the scary thing because like a lot of my mates are teachers now, mm. and I'm like, oh my god, I've become one of them. That is like the worst. Your thing. mate is a teacher. Like, yeah. Quite a few of my mates are teachers. Oh, I've got now. mates. Yeah. It's like weird because you think, am I that person? And then you think like back to when you were a kid, and a lot of those teachers were probably like 22. And you're like, man, they're like younger than I am now, and that's I think that's a weird existential crisis you don't want to stir up. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. thinking back to like my 12 year old self, thinking, oh, my teacher's so old, and they're actually, you know, almost 10 years younger than oh, I am. No. That oh, uh, that's that is terrifying. I don't want to go. I, I might do that actually. There's got to be an Edinburgh show in that going back to your school and going back to your teachers and stuff. <laughs> you know. <laughs> write these ideas down. I know, we've already come up with that three. Who's going to be your third choice for your desert island? Um, okay, I thought of this on the way here. I am going to go for Tim Westwood. Westwood! <laughs> Big dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I thought you'd have those sound effects on the, on the ready. I thought uh, that was your style. Okay, um, I don't have them on the ready, but okay. here you must go. have a, a good anecdote about it. Here's some of them now. <laughs> That's the joy of podcasts. Oh, I can just put that in. Editing. Did you enjoy that? I did. Oh, I love that. What about this one? Hey! Okay. Why have you picked the big dog? Um, the big dog. I think it was. I thought it was on the way here. Um, <laughs> it's such a good you, choice. Do you know? I guess how old it is. Guess how old Tim Westwood is. Um, okay, I might guess it right though. Is, anything. Six, <laughs> is he sixty? He's sixty-one. <laughs> yeah, how do you know he's sixty? It's, I reckon he's been around that long. Oh, Surely he's God, like sixty. That blew my mind. I didn't think he was sixty-one. Oh, you ruined my thing. <laughs> how old do you think he was? <laughs> I thought he he had like a tough paper round, and it was like he was like thirty five. Well, that's his life. Thirty five. Maybe he not thirty five like when he started. He's been around for <laughs> so long. Yeah. I thought okay. I remember him from like Fifty Cent and stuff. I mean, G Unit became big. Yes, well, it was before then. Uh, no, it was roughly around, around that time. Two thousand eight. But he was building up to it around that time. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's just this weird thing. I think like it's. <laughs> I just kind of feel. I, I like I said. I was thinking on the way here. It was just like. I kind of imagine, like, uh, you know, there's obviously some sort of diversity meeting at the BBC, and they were like, right, we really need to be more diverse. We need to really, like, reach out to a black audience. We need to have a hip hop show. That sounds great. Who are we going to get? Tim Westwood, <laughs> yeah. a six year old white guy yeah. who, like, where's he from? Like, the Bronx, like, Inglewood, California. He's from Norwich. Okay? Like, you, cannot go- you wouldn't get that the other way around. Like, apparently his dad's, like, a vicar as well. Yeah, I thought that. And yeah. it's like, you know, you wouldn't get you wouldn't get Lil Wayne presenting songs of praise. Do you know what I mean? It's like this <laughs> no, weird thing. Yeah. Of like you wouldn't have it the other way around. But I couldn't believe he was sixty-one. No, yeah, it's in hip hop. Okay, I'll, t- I'll let you in on a little uh, thing. So my anecdote is right. also the reason why I know he's sixty odd. <laughs> okay. okay, so right. I saw someone posted something. I think it got like thousands of retweets or whatever the right. other day. But it was someone had screenshotted on. Um, he's now on Capital Extra. 
Right, so he's on Capital okay. Extra. That's his Going up thing. In the world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, they, someone has screenshotted their Instagram where it was him like doing a, a, a selfie saying, "Oh, my show's on" or whatever it was. Yeah, there was yeah. a picture of him, and uh, someone had commented on it saying, "Mate, you're 60 years old and you look like you're a 14 year old kid in Nando's." <laughs> so there he is. He was like his little flat cap and his puffer jacket or whatever. But, yeah. I know. I think it's just that. I, it's yeah. And I have you ever been out? Do you know a place called Leamington's Bar? I know. I okay, don't know. so no, it's no. my last night where I like after I was ten years old. Pretty much spent my teenage years. Right. So I was going out clubbing in Leamington Spa, and there's this place called Evolve, which is pretty much the most horrific place you can ever imagine. Wow, right? Okay. And okay. he used to go there all the time. But at that age, we were, obviously we'd like had a fake ID. So it was like sixteen, mm, seventeen. So you nice. get in, and you think Tim Westwood. I, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to I can to get that hot ticket. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we went in, and he was just this. Yeah, he was just like doing this MC stuff. Where it was just like, oh, uh, just I'm not even going to repeat some of the stuff. So just all these like women and just like, oh, like yo, mm. like, give me chill. The holes in the house, and he like oh, he's no. a six. He's 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 in the bracket of elderly. Like yeah. you should be. Yeah. Yeah. Forget the like. The Maybachs, you've got a, you should get a free bus pass at that age, right? <laughs> yeah. like, you should get the pass of peasants wagon, like. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just that, and I think it's just like, it's just a weird thing. I don't know how he got that job. Yeah, it's weird. I think because his dad was like a radio DJ, but like ah. he used to do like religious stuff. I think he was like a vicar and stuff. So I'm like, interesting. Going back to the Brooklyn Beckham, it's just yeah. like he's basically yeah. Brooklyn Beckham. <laughs> it's nepotism, but he yeah. really took it. In. Do you remember when he did Pimp My Ride? Oh, that was. Yeah, well, I don't. So I used funny. to watch an American one of that. Yeah, I didn't. The English version must have been horrific. But it, the English version was just like you know, uh, in America it was just like they had this insane Cadillac that yeah, like, yeah. like you could tell it's going to end up amazing. But here they had like a little Daihatsu <laughs> Highjet tiny van. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did a Robin Ryan. <laughs> I'm sure that I re- that rings a bell. Yeah, little Del Boy. Little and yes, yeah. and in one they did a. Um, they did Bez from Happy Mondays. They did oh, his. He's great. They did his um, his London taxi that he apparently owned or whatever. And it's just like the most embarrassing thing. That is hilarious. But, I, this is yeah. this is going to sound like a bit of a, a like a not a name drop, but it's Bez isn't a name, right? Gone. But um, so I moved to London. I was doing music, mm. uh, so I was in a band, oh, and yeah. um, we went out and uh, we did a. Basically, we supported Block Party. Oh, that's amazing! And, uh, yeah, and then we did this after-show party in in Camden, the Stables. Oh yeah, yeah, I think. And Bez was there, and you know when you meet someone who is like such a. I don't want to say archetype, <laughs> character, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you think, I hope this guy is like he is in like the preconception I have of him. Yeah. And he was like that times ten. And was I was he? like, yeah. yes, so he's just the, so like just exactly how you'd imagine him to be. Okay, and yeah. just off his head, and it was and it was he was really lovely. Oh, really right, nice. nice. Okay, so yeah, that's my little best story. That's great. Clang name drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging out with all the big guns nowadays. <laughs> Bez, they're so good. Yeah, oh, Tim Westwood, he's just um, yeah. I mean, yeah. is it, do you reckon he's, he's ever been married? I don't Probably know. Probably should have done our research. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, we should have done, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You, you pick, you're yeah, picking him. Yeah, I picked him, didn't I? Yeah. I um, yeah, no, but I, I mean, if he's if he's not or hasn't been, he definitely should be. <laughs> yeah. I did say, he definitely should be yeah. settled down. He was like Radio 1, fire in the booth, like bringing through yeah. all these rappers and stuff like that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 
now he's like on right, he's like sort of cutting <laughs> up. It, yeah but it's no one like it's no one there going uh, <laughs> yeah. probably say, they probably want him to go but they can't do it on the grounds that he's too old and exactly. he just won't give up it's ageism yeah I know instead of racism we've got ageism he can <laughs> take him to court that. yeah I um, know. yeah, yeah. But, but when American rappers like used to come and meet him yeah did they think it was rappers. serious because he was like did... the biggest hip hop DJ at the time oh, yeah, so mad. when 50 Cent was coming around that must have been He's like our like foreign secretary. It's like the <laughs> Boris Johnson. It's like he's the person that goes yeah. around the hip hop world. It's yeah. like he represents Britain. Yeah. And you think it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's weird that we have people. I was thinking that about Boris. I wasn't. I was thinking Boris Johnson's for a name. I thought that's too obvious. But yeah. you think that's our representative. And I suppose I used to love hip hop when I was younger. Mm. Still do. But then you think that's. Tim Westwood was our representative yeah. Yeah. in the early, yeah. early 2000s. That, is, that is, needs to be sorted out. It's just like. I, for a long time, I thought this must be an act, right? When's yeah. he going to like let down his guard and drop <laughs> this act? And then it just never happened. I know it's like cultural appropriation. To them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like so, yeah. I can't believe. And you, you'd think in like G Unit and like Mob Deep come around, they must be like who? Like who? They must have a word with them. Yeah, I mean they're like. Popping caps in people's asses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'd least tell him to lose the puffer jacket or something. It's like. Westwood, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kai, now mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Um, okay, so food, I am going to say Krispy Kremes straight off because uh, of my <laughs> mood at the moment. Um, drink, I, I said drink was quite easy. Well, it's um, just that food, done. That's done. Krispy Kremes, <laughs> yeah, Krispy Kremes donuts uh, are done. They're okay, like, yeah, is but that no, it? because because my second the drink is is a like a big one. Like so, um, right. the drink oh. that I hate the most mm. is um, soy milk. Oh, have you ever tasted that? Yeah. Okay, are you vegetarian or vegan or anything? I am trying my best to be pescatarian. Okay. Right yeah. That's okay. So basically, my uh, ex girlfriend was vegan. Mm. Um, so when we moved in together, she was like, oh, I'd really like if you became vegan as well. Okay. And I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't really want to become vegan. And she was like, oh, at least try and become vegan. To give it like, a go, yeah. I was like, don't want to become vegan. She was like, can you become vegan? And I was like, don't want to become vegan. She was like, can you become vegan? Um, so basically, I we compromised and I somehow became vegan because <laughs> I very quickly realised I was just yeah punching my way so basically what I was like I love I like seven I like chicken as well right I love yeah. KFC and stuff uh, yeah so basically what I was doing was I was like just pretending I was vegan when I was around her and then just going out and just having like, KFC. Yeah. I was ba- yeah, I was basically like having an affair with Colonel Sanders. <laughs> like, I was just like going off. Like, she'd be like, where have you come back at this time? I'm like, nowhere. But yeah. Um, so anyway, so soy milk came in. So basically, she was like, uh, she raided the fridge and I had uh, Cravendale milk, right? Which, mm. as everybody knows, is the best milk, right? <laughs> it's a creme de la creme of milk, right? I, love, I used to love my milk. Right? <laughs> and then um, she chucked it away and she got things like hazelnut milk and coconut mm, milk okay. and stuff like that. As if, uh, because that's like more... Like when, like when has it ever been more natural to like milk and nut? <laughs> like when did that happen? <laughs> so we got yeah. soy milk. And, um, and then, uh, yeah, so soy milk's always been really weird. And I remember my mum drinking it all the time as well because um, uh, she like, wants to be healthy and mm. stuff. And only, I swear on my life, I've only just thought of this now, but this okay. is genuinely true. Okay, okay. So when um, my, uh, so me and my mum had to like, move out and we got our new, a new house, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want, like, you know, I had, like, 
it was only me and her moving away. Right? Don't worry, it's not going to get all. Okay, <laughs> like, all right. Like, um, so basically, we're in this new house, and I didn't want to be in this house. It was like a, it was really, it was just a shit old house. Um, but then, like, we were in there, and the house hadn't been built yet. It was really weird, right? So imagine that. Right. So the house was being built. It was one of these new build houses. Mm. And there was, like, nothing in the fridge apart from soy milk, right? And randomly, and I swear to God, I just thought this now, and, like, mum was like, oh, we should have a toast of this new house, right? So we got a little bit of soy milk yeah. <laughs> in these, like, plastic yeah. cups, and we toasted it, and we drank it. And I drank it, and there's a big black caterpillar in my in my glass that I was just celebrating. And after what? that, yeah, and it was just, like, anything to do with soy milk is always... It's hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, was that, is that real? That was true. And I was like, how how much of a weird omen is that? It was like this real black caterpillar, like a caterpillar I've never seen before. What and it was the in, fuck? <laughs> it, was this not a dream? No, <laughs> it wasn't. It's so like, weird. Yeah. And then I woke up. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I, uh, no, it was like yeah. And then after that, I was like soy milk. Right. So anyway, so I was drinking soy milk. I thought I got to get over that guy. <laughs> so when I was with my ex, we were drinking soy milk all the time and then after all that I found out it's not even good for you you're not even you're not even supposed to drink it apparently it's really bad apparently it's like genetically modified and it's yeah. and now they're telling you not to drink it and I was like I was, put, I was drinking all that horrible stuff thinking it was good for me and now it's, it's come like, back and bit me in the yeah. ass like, and it's just so it got this weird kind of like uh, kind of like weird dusty taste. Do it's you know a what weird I mean? thing, isn't it? Yeah. And you can taste the difference. People are like, oh, you can't taste the difference. It's like... You absolutely can. Yeah, uh, people, vegans always say that. They're like, oh, it tastes the same as me. It's like, no, it does not. It tastes the same if you have no taste buds. Exactly. Yeah. And I think most vegans do have a lack of taste. Mm. I mean, like... Uh, so my ex- I mean, if you see what they were? Yeah, Sorry. so my ex vegan had a T-shirt she always used to wear saying, give peas a chance with no sense of self-irony. <laughs> Just going out there thinking that was a great... That was, like, really hilarious. <laughs> and, like... She was lovely, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could give her a bad day. Yeah, just, and I was like, that's not a good pun or anything. So, yeah, horrible memories, soy milk. Honestly, like, there's a Proust thing of, like, there's a book called Madeline where he's, like, he smells a cake mm. and he brings him back to his childhood. Mm. And, like, it's a really positive thing. And basically soy milk is, like, that, but the complete opposite. <laughs> like, whenever I smell it, I'm just like, oh, God. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay. Soy milk. Um, Kai, fortunately for you, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other, your least favourite song. What are they and why? Ooh, okay. I am going to go least favourite song first. Yeah. Okay. So, basically, I mean, there's so many. Pretty much anything by, like... Jason Derulo <laughs> and David <laughs> yeah. Guetta yeah. is is straight in there for me. Only because, so basically, I don't listen to that much. I don't listen to David Guetta or Jason Derulo or mm. Black Eyed Peas when I'm sober, mm. right? When I've got choice <laughs> yeah. over what is going inside of my ears. Yeah. Right? But then when you're in a club, you don't have a choice of what's no. going in. So basically, it's this like Pavlovian effect of like you're listening to this thing that you only listen to when you're absolutely wasted so if I'm out and about and like someone will have the radio on and I'll listen to like black eyed peas that or or like yeah or whatever yeah yeah yeah. or something like that or like One Direction I'll feel like I'm high or or drunk or something and it's not a good way to go through your life 
Um, <laughs> so, so, I feel like we need to boil down into this a little bit more. But so. yeah, sorry, I've digressed, right? No, so no. the song, so there's a particular song, Go. which is um, The Killers, Mr. Brightside. To bright side. So that might seem weird. Well, I was talking about clubbing. Uh, you can't, you guys can't see this, but um, Kai's face changed when he said "Mr. <laughs> Brightside." He really let his guard down, but it was like with a seriousness that yeah. it was just like this is a real choice. <laughs> yeah, this isn't comedy anymore. He didn't think of this last minute. This is yeah important. This is bad. So we used to go to this place. Uh, have you ever been out in Manchester? Um, yes, I have actually. Yeah. Okay. Do you know of a place called Fifth Ave? Uh, oh, I don't actually know. Okay. So this is a student place that mm. was like. It was two pound fifty entry, and you got right. like two Jaeger bombs. Just with it, yeah. Right, okay. So as you can tell, a very sophisticated place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really bought the creme de la creme of the Manchester <laughs> club scene, and it was just the worst place ever. But they used to play like indie music, so okay, like cool. it was good. So they used to get drunk, and we were like obviously eighteen, mm. and it was great, right? But they always used to end it with the Killers, Mr. Brightside. Yes. So basically, at the end of the night, it was always the end of any night is always awful because mm. either like. Yeah, obviously it's five o'clock in the morning and you want to get back and you want a kebab or you're just, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. <laughs> or whatever, yeah, yeah. or just way too drunk. And this song always, always, always used to be the last song. So as soon as you knew, as soon as that song came on, you knew it was time to go. So every time I listen to it now, it was, it's really bad. And also, um, this is the worst thing as well, is that I went to Leeds Festival mm. and um, I remember Killers were headlining right. and LCDC's, LCD Sound System were headlining the smaller stage. Right, yeah. And um, basically, I don't even know why, right? Because obviously LCD Sound System were like probably one of my favourite bands. Excellent. But yeah. for some reason, everybody wanted to go see The Killers, right? Okay. So I went along to see The Killers, right? thinking I'm never going to go see The Killers I'll probably see LCD Sound System right at some point because I'll buy tickets well I'm not going to buy tickets to see The Killers sure right. um, some logic there yeah um, so I watched Killers they were awful right <laughs> yeah. and then LCD Sound System split up the week after <laughs> and I never got to see them right. oh my how God. bad is that that's so painful so there's a lot of memories <laughs> against that song and that was, as of course that was the last song but what about but, now LCD Sound System are back? Yeah, and they're back, so I'm going to see them this year. So it was, it was saying, yeah, look on are. the bright side. Hello. Oh, here he is. They're coming back. So here he is, bad. Mr. Brightside, going <laughs> to see the killers. I know, it's all come full circle, baby. That's amazing. Oh, God, I've been to those indie nights. I've been, I haven't been to that one, but I've been to that one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. just like always so ended with Mr. Brightside. I'm interested to know though. I thought one in Manchester. I thought they always ended with "I Am the Resurrection" in Manchester. No, they didn't. They did sometimes do "Don't Look Back in Anger." Oh right, that was okay. All, that was some. I'm sure that was there. Like, was that, that a was... refreshing change when they ended with "Don't Look Back in Anger"? <laughs> yeah, you think, oh god, that song's not been done before <laughs> at all, has it? Like... Not been hammered home. <laughs> yeah, over I mean, time. yeah, or like every house party when someone brings out an acoustic. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't know. No. Um, okay, Mr. Brightside, and what's going to be your film choice? So film choice is I am going to go for Rocky. Rocky 5. Rocky 5? Okay. Didn't you mention earlier that, that Rocky was one of your favourites? They were. Uh, they are. They are one of my favourites. Rocky 5. Rocky 5 specifically? I, yeah, so basically when I was younger... It's probably like created a lot of my personality. So I used to literally just watch Rocky 
over and over and over again like all the time i don't even know why <laughs> like like as a kid basically that was just like being put into my brain it was just like like rocky i don't know just i don't know, even know why mm. and then um like rocky five is like the godfather three of the series it just you think why and it keeps on going it just won't ever end like now it's just like there's rocky balboa and there's creed and i'm like you had such a good thing. Rocky Four was tailoring off, right? Yeah, Rocky yeah. One, Two, and Three yeah. was just like my childhood. And you know, you must have that thing where you have a thing of like you something that like you know, like your childhood thing that you mm. really like believed in, and then mm. like it just kind of sells out. Like when yeah. Johnny Rotten did like the Country Life Butter Rabbit, sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just also yeah. like or like Iggy Pop did like the Swift cover, yeah, 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 and just stuff like that. Credibility like, goes. Exactly. And mm. you're like, well, you've ruined my childhood now. So I think that. But yeah, that would be the worst. But yeah, R- Rocky 2 <laughs> was my favorite. Oh, yeah, it's weird. I haven't seen it in age. This is, this is how much I loved it, right? I purposely didn't see it. I purposely haven't seen it for a few years just because I don't want to ruin the memory I've already got of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to tarnish what you have already. Yeah. But um, do you worry that it won't be as good if you watch it now? Yeah, that's mm. what I'm worried about. Mm. That's why Rocky, I mean, Rocky Five kind of ruined it for me. But yeah, okay. and so Sylvester Stallone, what do you think of Sylvester Stallone? He's like... He's just I mean, there, isn't I feel like it's he, like he had his moment in the sun, but yeah, nowadays yeah. he looks like he's been he's severely the affected by the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Been uh, in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah, that is true. But yeah, mm. he had Mr. T in it. Mr. T. Oh yeah, Mr. T. Coolest guy that's ever lived. <laughs> yeah. Mr. T is like my spirit animal. Oh like, man, uh, so Rocky Five. But if you're on the island, right, and you've just got Rocky Five <laughs> to watch over and over again. No, <laughs> I would. Yeah, I'd probably want to kill myself. So <laughs> probably the best thing for it. Okay, because I think that because on this, on this, they always have things they really like, or they go, oh, I'd have a, like, um, I'd want to because you're away from life, aren't you? Mm. So you think I wanted everything that was bad and go, oh yeah, maybe like modern culture wasn't that good. Maybe I am better off on this desert island as opposed to having things that you really love. Like if you if I had like stuff that I love I'd be like fuck I really wish like I could go back yeah but then if you're on Desert Island you'd be like listening to this stuff mm. reading this stuff you go yeah it was actually wasn't that great was no. it <laughs> I'm probably much better off on this into Desert Island on yeah. my own yeah. that was the thinking behind it okay I'm with you alright that is good <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, finally the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals which animal is it and why the biggest dick of all the animals a giraffe a giraffe a giraffe why a giraffe because uh, uh, I've only I've had I've only met a giraffe once, and that was at uh, Safari Park. Okay, in yeah. Wolverhampton, I think it was one that you'd like drive around or. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was one that you drive around. Yeah, and um, literally, I was a kid, uh, like I saw a giraffe, and I was like, "That's incredible!" Like you're a kid, you're five years old. Mm. Giraffe in real life in Birmingham. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah, we were like in the car. <laughs> Mum's got like Duran Duran on in the background. <laughs> Planet Earth. Great tune. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and like, uh, it's a big Duran Duran fan. And <laughs> in our little Voxel Astra, and we're in Bergen, and there's a fucking giraffe, and this is like mind blowing as a kid. You're mm. like, this is incredible. And then um, we opened the window, and uh, it came in. This big lung neck, like, came in and just gobbed in my face. <laughs> like, oh my <laughs> like God. Like a big giraffe gob in my face. Oh and it was like. God hanging off my no it was just this horrific thing and we got a video of it as well and like my <laughs> brother's just, in your face. <laughs> yeah my brother's just dying of laughing I'm not even crying I'm just in shock 
<laughs> of like of, of being face to face with the cruel nature of uh, cruel nature of nature, cruel reality <laughs> of nature, and then yeah, just did that, and then. My mum's scream. It's horrific. Thing is, it's horrific. I should put that out online. It's yeah, a, a, you should. I mean, yeah. why didn't you get two hundred and fifty quid from you being framed? I know. Do you know what I mean, that's I perfect. Yeah. And, and on the bright side, yet again. Do you know? I, was, what? Just, I feel like I've just had a realization that actually, facially, right. a giraffe isn't too dissimilar from a camel. Yeah, they've got eyelashes, haven't they? Yeah, and <laughs> like this kind of like long. No. <laughs> it's the eyelashes that yeah. that humanise it. Yeah. yeah. It's like I can't think of like a male giraffe. Actually the more <laughs> you talk awesome. about it, the more I think about giraffes. Flamingo. And giraffes are like a pretty fucked up looking animal. They're weird, but we're so used to them. Like <laughs> why? Why are we so we should like, not be these used weird to them. long skinny legs, then a big body and exactly. a really extremely I'm describing a giraffe. I'm assuming <laughs> most people know what a giraffe yeah. looks like. Have but. you seen that thing on Planet Earth? I know it's Big, uh, those two giraffes are fighting each other with their necks. Yeah, that's crazy. It's isn't brutal. It? That is. That's why I don't like him. It's like, why do you at least? I don't know. Do some leg kicks or something. Yeah. Don't back your neck with your own neck. That is the most vulnerable part of your body. Like you're going to where your esophagus is, your thyroid glands probably getting eaten yeah. the shit out. Of. I wonder if uh, they've ever uh, two giraffes have ever come together and just died instantly. Both ones have bo- broken their necks. I, I hope they did, and I hope they all learn from that because it's not a good what they're doing. Oh man! But yeah, I think yeah, giraffe just from that one experience. The um, giraffe gobbed in your face. Yeah, it was weird. Like when I watch back, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out online. It needs to be put you out should. Online. Yeah, it's yeah. like an avant-garde film. It's like and like this cackling of my brother, just like. Where is this video, by the way? Oh, it's just on like a little recorder. I mean, oh, it was when I was got like, it. Yeah, 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 it was like in the nineties. I'm just wondering if I can put it out when this goes out. Could I put it <laughs> oh, in the tweet? In the I will definitely. It? It's your you con- you, it. it's your content, though, mate. You use it. <laughs> do an Edinburgh show. You go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could. This been, I thought this is basically being like therapy. Just bring out all these horrific memories. <laughs> I know. I know. Air it. Air it here. I know. It's all good material. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's been beneficial. I know. It's, it's worth the trip into town and the Krispy Kremes. Just emotionally, it's not. Kai, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a, a treat. Thank you for inviting me. It's been lovely. Um, Kai, if people want to see you, where can they see you? Um, so I'm gigging uh, pretty much most of the time, but I'm doing my first Edinburgh oh, yeah. show um, mm-hmm. in August. And then I'm coming back to Birmingham to do a quite big show at Rep Theatre, um, which I need to sell tickets for. So that'll be When's after. that? That'll be in September time. Okay, that's cool. So um, that's like my... That's my thing. So I'm just like we're doing previews at the moment, just doing hours like previews for that. Okay, cool. Um, and can you give away any um, any of the Edinburgh show? What's the idea? What are you gonna? Um, I, Spitting in the face with a giraffe. Or? Well, pretty much most of the stuff we've covered tonight, yeah. I am. It's now gonna be in. Yeah. It wasn't before, but yeah. now he's definitely gonna crowbar that in. Yeah. Crowbar that giraffe story in. Definitely. If that, yeah, I'll just use that as an excuse for every bad thing I've ever done. <laughs> like, don't blame me. It was because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, and Kai, if people want to uh, find you, where can they find you? Yeah, it's just yeah, Kai Samra. It's on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram. Quite, it's no one else has got that name, so okay. it's very easy. That's great. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, lovely to meet you, Kai. Thank Thanks you for so coming much. down. Cheers, mate.